0: It was the best of times. It was the blest of times.
1: (laughs) The only way you can know history is if you were there. No, I won't stop till I have your underwear. Nothing to worry about here. Welcome to our podcast, Cast of <laughs> where we review movies from childhoods, not necessarily ours, no and, ours no and decide if they're cursed, blursed no or blessed. I wish I was better at clicking.
0: <laughs> Every good. I'm... no means, King, King of the road. road. Gotta harmonize, man. <laughs>
1: Third boxcar, midnight train. <laughs> so, that was uh, our brief stint as... As radio DJs. That was Roger Miller with King of the Road. Brief stint at radio DJs.
0: You're looking at an ex-radio DJ right here. I feel like ex might be the operative word there. I didn't get kicked out. I just graduated from <laughs> university and I was no longer a co-host of the weekly talk show Gift of the Gab with friend of the podcast, Annie Leverton.
1: Yeah, so you, you've, mentioned, you've mentioned your stint on Gift of the Gab here before. I'm very I'm very well trained.
0: In in sound waves. Yeah. Turning buttons on and off. It's a difficult skill. It actually was because Radio Society didn't have a bank of songs for us to to Mm -hmm. use. It was a very sophisticated and highly illegal method of we'd have to go and get the YouTube videos the night before. Mm -hmm. Put them through a French um, YouTube to MP3 website. Mm -hmm. And then download, like, upload those to the system and play them. Which meant that sometimes we'd get, like, just beginning, like, intro noise.
1: Like music video stuff. Like in
0: music videos, you know, sometimes it's, there's talking beforehand or yeah. partway through the music stops and there's some mysterious, but, and we didn't always know mm-hmm. that this was gonna happen. And only our friends listened to it. Unlike this podcast that we do.
1: Which reaches has far and wide. A really wide, broad appeal. It does, in fact, have an international audience. It does. Three whole countries.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe four. Well, we've actually had about, like, 12 countries have listened to this in total, but consistently it's the UK, Canada, and the US. I'll show you the map of our wide reach later on. We were international, baby. No Olympics this year. No worries. Listen to Carl Stollblatt. <laughs> we're an international podcast.
1: Yeah, we are. We're the Olympics of cinema criticism. <laughs> yeah,
0: is <laughs> and we share cultural things all the time. Mm-hmm. Teach each other about our countries. You'd never heard of Robin Hood until I. No, until I, I
1: mentioned it. Never heard of you'd that. never heard of a bow or an arrow. Nope. Or foxes. No, what's a fox? And you'd never. Heard of country music. No. But I had heard of countries and I'd heard of music. But never country music. But never, to- never together. Never together. And as we played at the beginning of the podcast, Roger Miller, country music singer, sings most of the songs for Disney's Fox Robin Hood. Yeah, Fox Robin Hood. Which is the full title of the film. You yeah, I think it's just called Robin Hood, but it's actually called Disney's Fox Robin Hood. I was going
0: to point out right now that I've noticed... By us talking and by watching the movie where there's a mix of accents. The, the emphasis on the words of the guy's na- in question's name mm-hmm. is different yeah. across the Atlantic. That's true, it is.
1: Here it's Robin Hood. and it, For me, it's Robin Hood. Which is interesting. We're blowing this it thing wide like open. It sounds like someone's
0: robbing a hood.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you're
0: surprised that he's got a hood. <laughs> yeah, but I call you Shannon Payne, not Shannon
1: Payne. Elise Galois? No, I don't often address you by your full name. You should from now on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we no longer the first name, but actually, I, I I only want my surname. Only your surname. Only my surname. Only Galois. Yeah, because I feel like my first name is too ambiguous. People get it wrong all the time. Yeah. I'm assuming that people get Galois correct. They'll Locked. get it... Listen, listen. It, it's even, you know, it's, it's you know... In, in, in my family, if my family's listening, they'll be like, Elise, why are you not saying Galois? Mm. Well, I've been to Canada and they correct me <laughs> on
1: my own name.
0: <laughs> and but I might get in trouble.
1: So no, I'm just going to call you Galois 100% of the time. Well, Your first name hmm. is dead to me. Well, I, I, I do
0: enjoy the six variations on my first name hmm. And the one variation on your first name. Yep, Sharon. Sharon.
1: <laughs> I know a bunch of Sharons. I know Sharons. They always. I always take their Starbucks orders. <laughs> uh,
0: Starbucks bane of my. One time I got a Starbucks order for <laughs> Berlise, B E R L I S E. They were like Belize. I was like, that is an
1: ugly name. Right. Oh, it's for me. I just get about a hundred different variants of the spelling of the name Sharon. Um, I didn't know it could be spelled so many ways. Well, I think for the last four years, let's
0: say, I have taken great pleasure into going into a Starbucks and using a name that is not my own. Mm. Because it's just funny that way. Often Francesca. Because I... Just it's got, got a s- bunch of syllables in it, so I like that. I liked, so that was always yeah. my, my one of choice during undergrad. Mm-hmm. But I don't like doing it with the name of someone I know, so now I know a Francesca, so I can't use that name. Right, right. So. I don't know many Harriet's, I've done Harriet a couple Harriet's times. a good one. And it's fun because if you give them a name they can spell, mm-hmm. it's not like. Usually it's like. Hi, what would you like to drink here at this Starbucks coffee establishment that I'm a barista for? You know how they always get that monologue when you go into a Starbucks? (laughs) Yeah, every
1: Starbucks, that's the the, the
0: greeting. I'm like, hi, uh, I'm having a lovely day. Hope you are too. God, I love the smell of fresh java. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel energized already. Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. I want that caffeine buzzing through my veins, through my fingers, and uh, into my brain where I can do work. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like, what time of year is it? It's Christmas. It's Christmas. I want an eggnog latte, a medium sized one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, a vente. I'm like, probably. Yeah. Probably one of those. This size. And I'll point at one. They'll be yeah. like, ah, yes, this size. Sure. Uh, what's your name? And I'll say, if I'm doing it with my own name, Elise. And they'll be like, sorry, um, what was that? Elise. So that was Elise. Got it. And then I'll be waiting and it'll be like, Lisa, Eloise, Elisa, Eliza. Did I say Eloise?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Alice. <laughs> uh Alice. Mm. Belise. <laughs> and I'll be sat there for ages thinking, God, where's Belise? Belise. <laughs> Her eggnog latte has been set out for ages. I may as well take it.
1: Yeah. I, I live in fear of, of being in a Starbucks line with someone who's actually called Sharon, because it's not that un, uncommon of a name.
0: Mm. It's, a,
1: it's a fine name. It's just not mine. Shout out to all the Sharons out there. Shout out. I'm sorry who's if I've sh- ever taken your latte. Who's your Sharon
0: of the day? My Sharon of the day is my hairdresser, Sharon. Hi. Hi
1: to Elise's hairdresser, Sharon. Yeah, I live in fear of them calling like a latte for for Sharon, and I'm like, oh, that must be me. But actually, it's for someone who's actually called Sharon. Oh no, you know,
0: and then she comes and wallops you over the head. Yeah, exactly. And then we have to fight. We have a Sharon fight in the yeah, middle of Starbucks, exactly. which I'm sure has happened before. Oh,
1: positive.
0: You know what? I, I I take it back. You're my Sharon of the day. Oh, thank you. I'm honored. So, <laughs> but we're back to Disney. We're back to Disney animated. I feel like the last one we watched was...
1: Was it Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Does that count? that counts. Maybe
0: before that, Emperor's New Groove?
1: No, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, yeah,
0: Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, I I blocked that trauma from my head. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very different film than Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. At first, uh, I think we were both worried that this might be too high quality of a film. But then we were both like...
1: That's uh, it's probably weird enough like, oh, to well, throw in. Oh boy, was that was that worry squandered in the first couple oh, of minutes. Yeah. It is a weird movie. It's so weird. Fox Robin Hood is so weird. I don't know how many of you listeners
0: have have seen Fox Robin Hood. Too many of our listeners will have had sexual awakenings to Fox
1: Robin Hood. I think yeah I'm not here to kink shame. But it's definitely more than one person has told me this.
0: Yeah. And it says on the Wikipedia page for Fox Robin Hood um, that uh, Fox Robin Hood and Fox Maid Marion were both deemed by by some audience members to be sexually attractive and that the movie was partially responsible for kickstarting the furry movement.
1: (laughs) That sounds like a lie. Sharon! (laughs) Sharon Payne. Sounds like one of your classic japes. It's not. (laughs) It actually isn't.
0: If you Google it, you'll see. It's on the Wikipedia page. I'm I'm gonna check. It says right at the end, furries. I don't don't know
1: if I believe you.
0: I have not told you one lie on this podcast. (laughs) You're becoming increasingly suspicious. I'm
1: incredibly paranoid because sometimes, and I don't know if this is surprising to you, but you say things that are untrue. The major influence on Zootopia, I'm reading the Wikipedia page. Which I think furries also do like. Well, Zootopia does make sense because we were talking about uh, how in Fox Robin Hood it's very convenient that all the the couples are the same animal species and uh, Zootopia is the same way, mostly. Oh no, it does say the furries. Oh, it does say the furries, thank you very much. Me and the furries win this one. I'm I'm checking the citation. It's a sci-fi.com article. I don't even think you need to check the citation. I think it's pretty obvious what's going on. I mean, it's true. It's just, it, it it's bizarre to me that it started here. Have you, know?
0: you ever, and again, like, I got nothing on furries. They can do what they want. Yeah. But have you ever noticed how most furries are canine?
1: That is true. One time I saw a furry out in the wild. It's an interesting article by Sci-Fi Wire. This is it the Canadian uh, science fiction network that oh. spells itself S-Y-F-Y? And that changed when I was a child. It used to be spelled sci-fi normally, and then they changed to Siffy. <laughs> oh, me mean, my dad would watch sci-fi to watch the classic movie Lavalantulas. That's a classic. It's a cinematic classic. Everyone knows Lavalantulas. Sifi, Is
0: that maybe how you say it? Siffy. Siffy? Put um, on the Siffy. Can't connect to the sci-fi. The
1: sci-fi signal's so bad here. Huh. <laughs> anyway okay elise is not is not telling a fib I've, i'm not telling a fib I fact check this this
0: is like three episodes in a row sharon <laughs> <laughs> this has happened
1: listen ellis it's not my fault <laughs> that you sometimes say untruths and i feel compelled to fact check stuff not to you sharon <laughs> not to you Not on the sacred ground of this podcast. Not in this home.
0: (laughs) And also generally never.
1: Never. Ever, ever. Oh, okay, wow.
0: So, yeah, I'm not kink-shaming anyone.
1: No, no, we're not doing that. I'm just stating a fact. It is interesting. Yeah, this is a a very strange movie. I didn't really remember any of the plot of it going in, and I did Mm. watch it several times as a kid. Yeah. What is a plot of it? <sighs> That's a good question. I mean,
0: it's more or less straightforward, but it's very weirdly strung together. It's a bit episodic. Usually Robin Hood things, like Robin Hood media, will show like the Robin Hood origin story. Like, he comes back to England, and he meets the Merry Men, mm-hmm. and they form a whole gang and they go around committing crimes mm-hmm. uh, for good. Good socialist for good. crimes for yeah. good.
1: Steals from the rich and gives to the poor. I can get behind
0: that. Totally. And then falls in love with Maid Marian yeah. and tries to overthrow King John. John. Mm-hmm. And then King Richard comes back from the Crusades and everything's fine. Yeah, Which is sort of some,
1: somewhat what happens
0: in this movie. We
1: get no origin story, and also Robin Hood only has two friends. He only has two friends. (laughs) Usually he has, like, a squad. And in this one he has Little John and Friar Tuck. And that's it.
0: (laughs) Why don't you call Friar Tuck, Friar Tuck? (laughs) But you call Little John, Little John.
1: (laughs) I... I Makes you think. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Fry
0: Talk's usually in the gang, isn't he?
1: He's usually, like, sort of adjacent to the gang. He kind yeah. of is in this, where he's like a go-between between the people in the town and Robin Hood and the Merry Men, and distributes the stuff that Robin steals to the people. Yeah. And he is doing that in this movie. He is. But I think it just really draws attention to how there aren't any Merry Men. It's just little John. Yeah the the one merry friend the one merry here's friend. my merry bro here's my merry bro baloo from the jungle book yeah but but brown and <laughs> not gray but brown and not gray but 100% <laughs> and voiced he's by we- the yeah. same man he's wearing a t-shirt this time <laughs> he's got a t-shirt but he is voiced by the same guy who, who voiced baloo from the jungle book <laughs>
0: um, we catch them in situ uh, dodging uh wolves who are also trying to shoot them We've all been there. We've all been
1: there. And wolves, the sheriff maybe, maybe weasels. The sheriff of Nottingham is definitely a wolf. Don't get on me for how I pronounce Nottingham. No, I'm not going to. That's <laughs> uh, fine. Um, and his his squad, I think they're weasels or stoats or something. I don't think they're wolves. Yeah. Uh are chasing Robin Hood and Little John. And <coughs>
0: where were we where? before the doorbell doorbelled on us <laughs> in the evening
1: of all times we were we were thinking about um the sheriff of nottingham yes and his army of stoats what an army of animals to have tenacious yeah. little bastards yeah. Stoats. yeah they are chasing robin hood who is a fox and little john who is a bear through the forest Yes, to the tune of a country song. Yes, and then
0: we we meet the villagers mm-hmm. because a bad thing is happening, which is tax. <laughs> 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 this 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 uh, this movie is made in America, and can't you just tell?
1: Yeah, it's it's a very bizarre conflation of like what. Peasants would have had to pay to knights, etc. In the Middle Ages, with like modern day taxes, yeah, which are not the same to, thing. Tries to equate the two things. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh,
0: tax is a general concept, evil. What is evil is the sheriff and and the king draining the villages of all that they have.
1: Yeah, it's um. It's a bit weird to compare the like f- the feudal system with modern taxes, but that's one hundred percent what they're trying to do. Because I would argue that that a
0: modern day Robin Hood would be pro taxes, because I think stealing from the rich to give to the poor may lend that attitude may lend itself to to socialist practices yeah. of taxation yeah. and having a, a healthy welfare state. Yeah. And ensuring that uh, no one goes needy in society.
1: Yeah, Robin
0: Hood would be all for that. But yet, Robin Hood, Fox Robin Hood is against tax... Which, again, is okay in the context of this because it's the medieval times, but not in the way it's being presented, which is as regular
1: tax. I do think the movie goes out of its way to make it not, like, a feudal (laughs) system-style tax. They're also taking, like, literal gold coins from people instead of, like... Skimming off their grain output or something like that. Yeah. Like they're literally going and like shaking down children for like gold coins. People have gold. It's like a video game where like
0: you're going around (laughs) and you're just like punching random villagers and coins (laughs) fall out of them. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I <laughs> don't think gold coins were that prevalent in society at the time. No, I don't, but think I so guess either. I wouldn't know because I wasn't there. Yeah, or was I? <laughs> That's
1: the only way you can know history is if you were there. Anyone claiming to be a
0: historian if they don't have immortality or a time machine is a fraud.
1: It, to be fair, Just guess what? The prominent historians that I know are all of the fairy folk, right? So they've been there, done that. Been there, done that. Let's tell the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a hot take on socialism and also history. Yeah, that, and I, I do think this movie does go out of its way to kind of obscure the point of what Robin Hood is mad about. <laughs> yeah, because it's never they, they. sort of have a bit of a funny conversation
0: at the beginning, him and Little John, about like, "Hey, are we are we bad for stealing from the rich to give to the poor?" It doesn't. Oh, is that bad? Okay, are, are we the baddies?
1: No, literally, they say that, <laughs> Yeah, <right>? do, yeah. <laughs> and Robin Hood's like, ha, I don't think so. We're just borrowing and redistributing. It's like, yeah, wealth redistribution. Like, from taxes. Yes! <laughs> like, from taxes. And... Yeah, like I, I get that the context Robin Hood is set in is structurally different than now, but I just think this movie is so divorced from the feudal system. <laughs> <laughs> and Maybe that's, that's we my ask from Disney. That's my note to Walt Disney: is contextualize Fox Robin Hood within the medieval feudal system so you don't mislead children into thinking taxation is bad. Yeah. Because taxation seems
0: it is presented as the real villain in this mm-hmm. in this story. <laughs> Everyone in the village absolutely friggin loves Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and that's all there is to say on that. There are some bunnies who f- fucking love him, yeah. Which ecologically speaking, is not they true. should not. Yeah, that brings me on to a point I want to make. Okay. In Disney shows like this, where you've got animals living side by side.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are they actually eating? And this applies to Zootopia too. Because mm. Zootopia goes out of it. That's Zootropolis in the UK. It's been renamed Zootropolis for the UK. you listen, if you're from the UK and you're confused, we're talking about Zootropolis. Is that, yeah. But what do they eat? Now, there's only mammals in Zootopia world.
1: So I guess they're eating birds and fish. Yeah, but there's definitely birds because Robin dresses up as a stork at one point and no one is thinks it's weird that there's a sentient talking stork. Yeah. So they can't be eating birds. They might be eating fish. They might be.
0: Or they there's... might be getting their protein from elsewhere, like beans and tofu.
1: They've got a a thriving tofu industry in medieval England. Yeah, There's only really one scene where they eat that Robin and and Little John have like a a stew. And Friar Tuck comes and eats some of it, but they just refer to it as stew and it's unclear what's in it. Uh, That's the the non-compliant bunnies
0: from the village. (laughs) They're like, we don't like you uh, coming in and um, jeopardizing our village with your crime, Robin. And he's like... Come here and I'll and I'll help I'll help you um, change your mind about that. Well, I'll talk to you about socialism, and they get close to him and he's like, <laughs> He rips their necks open and then throws them in his stew. And little John's like, this will be a mighty fine stew later. Yeah, it's the, there was an extended edition of Robin Hood, Fox R- Robin Hood,
1: right, where. <laughs> That really goes into detail about the um, what, what people they eat. eat in the society. It has a really, really tense scene where
0: um, Maid Marian, a fox, gets a bit of bloodlust and goes after uh, Lady Cluck, yeah. who's a chicken, and mm-hmm. her lady-in-waiting, and, and nearly kills her. Yeah. And then snaps out of it and is like, I'm sorry, I was just very hungry. And Mrs. Cluck's like, it's okay, have a Snickers.
1: And, and then those scenes that they mostly cut out of Fox Robin Hood, they cut together to make Zootopia.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the same stuff, but but they just put them in modern day clothes.
1: Yeah, Zootopia, Zootopia. Is, is just Fox Robin Hood B roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what else we got going on? We have got King King John, who's not really the king, he's just taking care of the country while his brother is out on the crusades mm-hmm. that we're all in this movie pretending is a good thing.
1: Yeah, we're all pretending those are <laughs> fine. Nothing to worry about here. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: and he's a lion who has a, a squire, I guess, called Sir Hiss yeah. who is the, really the true victim of this story because yeah. he's just constantly getting either snake, he's getting tied up into knots he's getting... A hit on the head with a mallet getting sat on. Mm. Sir Hiss did nothing wrong.
1: Yeah, I remembered going into this, I I thought Sir Hiss was kind of like a Jafar situation where like he was whispering in the ear of the person who was actually in power. He was whispering things like, Don't hurt me. But please like, don't hurt yeah, me. Yeah he's Zion. more of an Iago situation <laughs> where you're just like maybe you should leave this person. He's just getting mercilessly beat up for saying stuff like, that man there is going to try to steal from you. And then he does, because it's Robin Hood. And then Sir Hiss gets in trouble. Sorry, I had a bit
0: of a brain fart. I thought you were talking about Iago from Othello. <laughs> I was like, that's not what Iago's like. Iago's awful. Yeah, he- You're talking about the parrot. I'm talking about the parrot He's- from... False
1: parrot. Yeah, from Aladdin. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about the Shakespearean villain Iago. <laughs> I've not watched Aladdin many times, so
0: I and I've read Othello a bunch for mm-hmm. for um, A level. Yeah. And I was thinking, Iago has done a lot wrong. Yeah. He's done most of the things in that play his fault.
1: Yeah. Not yeah. all,
0: but most of them. He's
1: done most of the wrong in that play.
0: Spoiler alert, Iago and Othello's bad news. Iago's
1: not on the up and up for for all you folks about to enter grade 12 English. I wouldn't recommend stanning Iago. (laughs) He's not a
0: stanable figure. No. Uh, Robin Hood and Little John rob uh, the king and uh, and Mm Sahis as they're traveling through the county. Yep. By... (laughs) <laughs> very dodgily dressing up as as, as female travellers. Yeah. And perpetuating a lot of bad stereotypes about Roma people. Yep. Uh, and I was like, this is very naughty. It was, yeah. Very bad. Very prolonged scene of them doing that. It was very, mm-hmm. It was very dicey. Not good. Not a good time. What else is going on in this very, very long prologue to the actual action in this film? Oh, yes, Maid Marion. Is, is playing,
1: I think, badminton? Yeah. With Lady Cluck, the best character. Lady Cluck is the best character. <laughs>
0: and she's a chicken
1: who's wearing a dress and, and she's, has boobs. And she's Scottish.
0: She's, uh, and I remember saying she's got a chicken breast at the time, and <laughs> I stand by that comment. So many of the jokes around this character are based around the fact that she's got very obvious, very big boobs. Yeah. <laughs> but... She stands she stands up as a character. Yeah. She, she's great fun. She is great fun. Made Mary an ad childhood uh thing, uh, with with Robin Hood before it became an outlaw. Mm-hmm. So she's still lusting after him. Like yeah. full on lust. Yeah. I didn't this is not like in Snow White where it's like Mm, the concept of a prince <laughs> makes my cheek blush and so nothing else. Made Marian's like, oh, Miss Lady Cluck. <laughs> let me tell you one thing for sure today. I'm horny. I'm horny for Robin Hood. <laughs> and Lady Cluck's like, I know.
1: <laughs> you mention it
0: constantly. <laughs> you mention it in your sleep. <laughs> the so The kids from the village break into the to the grounds to retrieve a, an arrow that one of the rabbits has has, has, has flown into the garden and.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: There's a weird bit where one of the rabbits is pretending to be Robin Hood and Maid Marian's playing along.
1: Yeah. And then she,
0: like, takes him off to, like, a wooded patch and is like, kiss me. Yeah. And I'm thinking, he's a minor.
1: Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maid Marian's definitely an adult. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that she was taking him off to... A wooded patch to to violently kill and eat him
1: because he's a rabbit and, and she's, she's a fox. fox. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's in the director's cut. Yeah, it's interesting if 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 Robin
0: Hood and uh, Zootopia are happening in the same universe, which, which they are, which they are. If in Zootopia, rabbits are scared of foxes, yeah, because they're the natural predator prey pair. This doesn't seem to be a problem in medieval England. No. So is this a a rift that's happened over time, or is this a geographical
1: thing? I think all the evidence points to Zootopia being a prequel to Fox Robin Hood. (laughs) And then there's a a crisis event, (laughs) and technology reverts back to medieval England. Oh, yeah. After the apocalypse. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's why they still have things like helium balloons in Fox Rock
0: Hood. Some technology. Helium balloon pumps are yeah. still there.
1: Yeah. But retained- the
0: electricity is not.
1: No. <laughs> they retained some technology, but, but not a lot. Um, <laughs> because of a horrible cataclysm that befalls Zootopia. But... They've maintained their good relationships between rabbits and foxes.
0: Yeah, the predator prey thing still seems to be uh, going strong. They've now introduced reptiles into the mix as well. Yeah, they have. And this would explain why the accents are a mixed bag too. Mm -hmm. There's seems to be half Brits and half Americans Mm -hmm. in, in Fox Robin Hood medieval England. Yeah. And in Zootopia, it's it's an international, it's
1: international city. Yeah.
0: Most of them are American, but mm-hmm. not all of them. There's one Brit. There's one Canadian. There's one South African. Mm-hmm. There's I don't know where that that was from, but I don't think that's America. No. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is probably. In England, Mm -hmm. but there's lots of Americans that were living there when the crisis event happened. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is why they mention the names of counties that don't actually exist. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And why they all play country music, because that's already been
1: invented. Yeah. Country music has already been invented, and they just think that the vibe matches their new medieval setting. It's all acoustics. Yep. Yeah.
0: Alan Dale has he was a country singer before the crisis event. Yes. The chicken. Yeah. <gasps> he's a bird. He's a bird. No one's eating him. He's nope. not even worried. Yeah. He's not even worried he's going to get eaten.
1: <laughs> the rooster. The um the rooster who Who oh, so says Mrs. Cluck"? Oh and, yeah. Yeah, who's a um a bard. He's got a lute. He sings the songs of the movie. There's only like 3 of them.
0: on us yeah my nanny used to say and when i say that joe listener i'm not talking about a mary poppin style nanny this is just what we called my mum's mom. hmm sometimes that's caused confusion when i've spoken about it in canada people are like you had a nanny by blood yes yes <laughs> by profession no uh she had a phrase that i didn't like which was a whistling woman is a cackling hen <laughs> what <laughs> So she wouldn't have liked what just transpired oh, on this here podcast.
1: That's a shame.
0: <laughs> um, okay, I'm glad that we now, we've blown this case wide open. We know the timeline of events now. Yeah. Why are they doing the Crusades again? Surely
1: they should know better. Just out of habit. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do. <laughs> they just reset the clock. Or, or, hear me out, in this new version, King Richard is on vacation. Because we've got a lot of, like, eligibly aged men in this story who are not off at the Crusades. Yes. Sheriff of Nottingham, Robin, Little John. Probably not Friar Tuck, but there's others in the town. Yeah. They're not there. So the Crusades are fake. In Fox Robin Hood, King Richard is just tired and he's like, John, take the keys to the kingdom. I've got a crusade to do. And he just, like, fucks off to the south of France for the summer.
0: Or um, <laughs> that's what they're calling the Olympics now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He's there as a as, a, as a, a dictator. He's, like, like, representing the UK. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: And I'm that's why that no one sorted. really talks about what's happening in the Crusades, or why none of them are there, or what's going on. It's because they're fake. Yeah. And they're not actually happening in this this continuity. Yes. This post-apocalyptic Disney film, <laughs> Zootopia 2, Fox Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Star Wars situation when they started in the middle of the series and then went back and made a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: so the King, King, King John has, is, he's, he's wanting to set a trap for Robin Hood to catch him, hang, draw, and quarter him. He doesn't yeah. say that in so many words. but He does notice. say hang him
1: though. They set up the scaffold.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he calls an archery contest in, in, in the Nottingham area. Mm-hmm. And my mum's family is from Robin Hood country, as you know. Yeah. So I like to think this is happening out somewhere, somewhere outside Doncaster. Yeah. Somewhere I've been.
1: Absolutely. Fun
0: little animal uh, archery contest. <laughs> and uh, Robin Hood turns up. He's dressed. He he loves a he loves a good disguise. mm Hmm. I feel like I've got the impression from this movie that he loves disguise more than he loves bow and arrows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we definitely hear a lot... Well, okay, I He's feel a like... messy
0: bitch who lives for drama.
1: <laughs> I feel like Robin Hood's tier of things he cares about. Number one, sick-ass disguise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number two, bow and arrow. Yeah. Number three, just a dramatic situation. Number four, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. And a strong number five is Maid Marian. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Number six, taking things too far. Yeah. Like, jeopardizing others for your love of a jape. This is coming from me. <laughs> you come... know how I love japes. I know you love a jape. You've got to exercise caution, though, when lies of the are at stake. It's true. So he, he's dressed as a stork, and he's uh, he's doing very well shooting through other people's arrows, and it's one-on-one to him versus <laughs> the Sheriff of Nottingham. Sir hit is on the case. Uh, as you've mentioned, he's tied himself to a helium balloon, and he's using his tail as a propeller. Yeah. The most f- creative visual, I think, in this here movie. And this is, again, knowledge of
1: propellers.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because Sir Hiss used to be
1: in the RAF. In Zootopia. In Zootopia, before yeah. the event. Yeah. The event is not capital letters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but now
0: he's using his knowledge of uh of, of aerodynamics to 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 the spy,
1: spy. <laughs> He's a sneaky sneak a sneaky a sneaky snake.
0: <laughs> Why can't we ever just have a chill snake who doesn't give a shit
1: yeah in a movie I like snakes they get a bad rap in movies, yeah, always trying to bite people or snitch on them or yeah. Floating around in a helium balloon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not quite as bad of a rap as, um, as as cats in the movies that we've watched for this podcast. That is true. We have had a lot
1: of cursed cats.
0: And this is more or less a cat-free... No, it's not a cat-free zone because we're dealing with two lions. hmm Oh, yes. Okay, so the king is uh, being distracted very uh, unsuccessfully by little John. Yeah. He doesn't do a very good job.
1: Yeah, little John eventually just uh, reverts to putting a knife to the king's back to be like, "Don't, don't hurt Robin Hood." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Robin Hood wins and and gets caught by Sir. Yeah, Hems. he, he uh,
0: him and Maid Marian proclaim their love to one another, mm-hmm. and yeah, they get caught. He nearly gets killed. Little John threatens the king with a knife, mm-hmm. and the king's like, "Fuck, okay, let him go." And then they all run off into the forest. Where they spend a lot of time, I think, having sex.
1: It must be what's happening.
0: They have like a sort of proto, um, can you feel the love tonight sequence where they're yeah. like walking around some waterfalls and stuff. Yeah. Looking very lustful at one another. Yeah. And you're like,
1: they're bonking. And then, crucially, some songwriting happens this <laughs> evening um and they they make up a song about about king john that kind of makes its way around the town yeah and king john gets mad and triples the taxes can i just say how much it would be fun just to like live in the past when like you could make
0: up a song of an evening and Mm -hmm. sing it to your village and then it would just become the thing
1: it's just the thing we do now it would just be like Weird Al song. Every new bop is toss a coin to your witcher. It's just yeah. in your head for months. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's no way to play music, right? So you just got to make your own songs up or recall songs that you've heard. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a great deal. Yeah. there's The competition's so low. That's true. This song that they're singing in the woods is not even that good. I'm going to say it. It's not even that good. <laughs> You've got notes for the King John Sucks song. <laughs> yeah. It's not very cutting, you know? No, it's They go for the very obvious choice. They make fun of him sucking his thumb, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, and, and, and I feel like just given maybe an hour, hours more writing, they could have really... Or they could have made it hit, hit or hurt. Yeah, driven down into his insecurities. But no, it, back, in, back in the castle uh, The, cas- the castell yep. Back in the castell uh, This has not gone down well He's upset that people are, are, are making memes of, About him in the woods Yep. Which is, I hate when people make memes About me in
1: the Those woods, The woods memes <laughs> 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 They're so harsh <laughs> uh,
0: If I could have a profession in the medieval times I guess I would
1: try and make woods memes Yeah And hope they circulate back to the king I think my profession would be whatever the rooster's got going on with his lute and his puffy-sleeved coat. Yeah, he's, he seems chill. I jam with, with whatever the rooster is doing. Uh-huh. The, the, even the sheriff is singing this, this
0: wood meme. It, which is how the king hears it. And the king's like, fuck this. I've been memed two ty- too many times already. Tax that village even more.
1: Tax them to shit. And then he starts throwing people in debtor's prison when they can't pay their taxes. I, when I learned about debtor's prison as a kid, I
0: got so freaked out just in case they reinstated debtor's prison, because I would go to debtor's jail, because I'm in so much debt. So much debt from university. Aren't we all? Yeah. So I'm glad the poorhouse doesn't exist anymore, because I would be in it.
1: Yeah, it's just sort of like one jail cell in this, and they just like, are stacking it full of people <laughs> yeah they've set
0: the raccoons uh, on some sort of mining job yeah so they've um, they're all like dragging the ball and chain in with some pickaxes uh, we get a very long very de- very depressing scene Friar Tuck and some mice that live in his church mm-hmm. where they're he's wanting some more money to put into the, the pool box and the mice are like Friar Tuck We have been saving all of our mouse coins for you. Please take our coin. It's all we have left. And then, because it's a mouse, this mouse pulls out this fucking giant... And here's one of my problems, right? Mm. All these animals have different needs Mm -hmm. because they're all different sizes. Mm -hmm. Mice are so small. Mm -hmm. And they already have a house in the church. Yeah. Uh, So I think they're living rent-free. Yeah. And they can't, they don't need that much food. They just need some, like, bits of cheese and some bread, right? Like, just, like, a bit to nibble on. And this mouse comes out with this huge gold coin the size of her body. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, this
1: is kind (laughs) of hoarding. (laughs) Hoarding a mouse? single coin. I think it's very funny that they're like, we've been saving up, and they just pull out one coin. Like, what have you been saving to get that?
0: Yeah. Consider that the dog who's on crutches with a broken leg all the time has like five coins hidden in his cast. Mm -hmm. And he's quite a big dog. Mm -hmm. And they take, they're they're not even the size of like his hand Mm -hmm. when put together. And this mouse has a mouse sized coin. It's like,
1: well, fair. Donate
0: that coin. Maybe I'm not understanding how animal economics yeah, works. Yeah, I'm not here. sure
1: how the economy works in here. And how does it work in Zootopia
0: too? Because you have to assume life is less expensive as a as a as a mouse or a vole or something than being an elephant. Yeah. Because first of all, like just rent space. Squ- yeah, square footage. Food, yeah, food. Do they have something in place to sort that? Because it wouldn't doesn't seem fair, just that you're born like a bison or something yeah that you have to fork out more yeah but then the little mice would be like well you do need to eat loads of food you have to have like three bags of grain a day and we'll just have a crumb and yeah. be fine
1: mice and voles and things might need um better access to transit because they're not going to be able to get around as quickly.
0: Yeah, maybe it all evens out then, in -hmm. that case. Maybe, but... I still feel like this is Zootopia 2. Sorry, Zootopia, the prequel to Zootopia. Yeah. Because if Zootopia 2 is Fox, Robin Hood, then we need... Yeah. Zootopia focuses on animal racism. Mm Mm-hmm. And before that, I think we need to talk about... uh, Animal ac- economics.
1: Yeah, what's the deal? City planning. Yeah. How does the city work?
0: And why? I do like the way the city is designed in Zootopia. <laughs> I would live in Tundra Town. You
1: like it because there's a tundra.
0: Uh, I do, although I might just add, I might just add I didn't see many plants in Tundra Town. They're just the classical thing of just making it really icy. Yeah. Anyway, not to make this a Zootopia podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Robin... Hood. <laughs> And Little John, um, decides to do a heist on the castle, primarily to rescue the villagers.
1: Primarily to rescue Friar Tuck in specific. Yes. Who's, the, the king has threatened to execute. Yes. Yes. I do think it's interesting Friar Tuck's whole stance in this thing, because he's, seems very against the king's taxes and wants to help the people, but also, he's clergy in medieval England, which means he's receiving tithes at this point. Yeah. So, he gla- has it quite good. Glass houses Friar Tuck. Yeah, Friar Tuck. Um, but yeah, he gets carted off by the king and he's going to be executed. And so, Robin Hood is supposed to go and save him. That's the stated point of this mission. But then we go on a five year long side quest. <laughs> To steal all the money from the king, which for some reason is all in tiny, conveniently sized brown bags in the king's bedroom. That's just how it- that's how I keep my money.
0: <laughs> one day I decided to take all my money out of the bank. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'll, I'll have it in, in one and two peas, please, just to make it seem like I've got a lot. Yeah. Do not give it to me in, uh, in £50 notes, because yeah. you're not- that's <laughs> not going to take very long to, to stack that. Just an envelope with all my money in the world. But before that, we have, like, a whole long, long-ass sequence with some vultures. Yeah, who are the guards. Yeah, and also, Sir Hiss sleeps in the same room as King John. Yeah, like, the foot of his bed in a little, sort of, cradle. Now, sometimes I, when I'm watching this movie, I'm wondering if the, 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 um, the quarrels between Sir Hiss and King, Prince John, John... <laughs>
1: Mark. Mark. (laughs) Lion man. Yeah. (laughs) Is it like a lover's quarrel? Uh, You know? I feel like if it is, then I'm worried for the safety of Sir Hiss. Yeah. More than I am already, which is already quite a lot. Yeah. Because Prince John is quite physically violent. Yeah. With this poor snake. I think the reality is that he's
0: just an advisor who happens to sleep in the same room. In a little snake-sized rocking cradle, cradle, yeah,
1: yeah. Where he
0: sleeps long, white, long way is not culled up.
1: Yeah, his tail sticking out the end, and he's got a little nightcap on.
0: <laughs> so cute. If I had a snake, I'd keep. Ugh. Well, didn't urban legend go around your school as it did mine about a guy who owned a snake, and it would sleep alongside of him at night, and um, and it did- would sleep in a straight line. And then uh, the guy just thought it was quirky. And then he took it to the vets just for a checkup. And was like, by the way, my snake's been doing this thing where it's like lying alongside of me in a straight line uh, every night. And the vet's like, holy shit. This snake is growing. is a growing boy. It's a growing snake. And what he's doing at night is he's trying to measure himself up to see if he can swallow a whole man. So you have to euthanize the snake. So he has to euthanize the snake.
1: Yep, that's uh, that one around my school
0: as well. <laughs> And it go around your school with a kid being like, I'm a friend of the friend.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's, Unless that's we how happen
0: should... to both be mutual friends of this guy who uh, nearly got killed by his own
1: snake. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's how snakes work, is you, they measure themselves and then they, they grow to fit the size of the thing they want to eat. They don't have a... a Set diet. Yeah. If they want to eat an electronic keyboard, they grow themselves to the side of that and then gobble it up.
0: <laughs> I actually have grown as tall as I as I am because I hope one day to be able to eat a snake. Oh, of course. I'm um, I because I heard this story and I was like, oh yeah, well well well, how the turntables. I'm gonna do the same thing. So I bought myself a snake. <laughs> And at night, i get into its tank and lay alongside of it. And oh I was like, no, exactly. this is the size I need to be. was a really
1: big tank. That's why this massive fucking snake tank is in your room. Exactly. I see.
0: It's nearly oh. time for me to be able to eat this snake. I'm yeah. just going to open my mouth.
1: Swallow it like
0: <laughs> one long noodle. <laughs> and be like, how do you like this, snake? <laughs> but here's the thing. When I've been sleeping in my bed, the snake's been getting into my bed and going long ways too. So I think he's trying to plan the same thing as me. But you've been sleeping in the snake's
1: tank, so really neither of you is measuring anything.
0: No, or we're going to get into a situation where we're both going to have to eat one another at the same time and that's not going to end well for anyone. No. Like, I'll go for its tail, it'll go for my legs.
1: Yeah. And it'll just
0: be one of those sort of situations. Yeah,
1: not a a good time.
0: And then we're just going to be writhing around. And then we become one human snake, which I don't really want.
1: No. I just want to eat him. (laughs) I just want to eat a snake.
0: Listeners, what I'm doing is doing a joke. Don't think I'm going to do a cruelty on a snake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't don't own a snake.
0: We don't do cruelty on animals. (laughs) King John does, though. King John does many cruelty on many animals.
1: Especially snakes.
0: So so yeah back back to what Robin Hood is doing he he makes a little sort of zip line for the uh, like a pulley system zip line yeah. for all these bags of money for these very conveniently sized bags of money and there are so many that you can grab without waking up both the lion
1: and the snake yeah and yet he's like I'll go for the one under his pillow I'll go for the one that he's holding on to yeah well he clears out the entire room and then is like well there's one bag under his pillow and one he's holding on to and then takes them why just leave them <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah just 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 leave them there he you don't always need these wants two
1: bags too much and this is how he got caught the first time. He was, like, taking King John's rings, he was stealing money, and then he was like, you know what I want? I want his frickin' coat. Like, why? Why do you want to take his coat off his body? <laughs> Can you Quit while it? you're ahead, you Fox mind? Robin Hood!
0: <laughs> Did human Robin Hood do this, do you think? <laughs> Just took it to the extreme, like, no, I won't stop till I have your underwear. <laughs> Give me your pants or give me death. Stab me, I dare you.
1: <laughs> you
0: coward. <laughs> Robin Hood was just a massive dumbass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's just in a room full of rubies and he's like, you know what, I'm going to take the one that's on the king's ring. <laughs> it's a good job that art galleries hadn't been invented by that time in yeah.
0: history. Because it had been like, I'm going straight for the Mona Lisa. <laughs> He'd be after some like side painting that he'd easily be able to steal. And he'd be like, huh, the Mona Lisa's in here. I'm going to take it. <laughs> and the thing is, let's say he had been caught. Then the whole rescuing people out of prison mm. thing would also have been ruined. And the king may easily have just killed Friar Tuck. Yeah. Killed Little John. Yeah. Killed Robin Hood. Killed all the villagers. Mm-hmm. And also, it's not really, even really Robin Hood that saves the villagers. It's
1: Little John. Yeah. Robin Hood only takes the money. Yeah, and it's also like, Robin... I I know that, like, okay, I get it. I have also been to the grocery store and I want to carry everything in in one trip because I don't want to go back to the car. I don't. But, like, (laughs) fucking make two trips, Robin. (laughs) Get the villagers and then go back for the money. I have an
0: idea, Robin. Create a gang of merry men.
1: (laughs) And then you can distribute Delegate. workload
0: <laughs> yeah have one guy on the vill- village rescuing have one guy on vulture killing yeah have one guy on snake incapacitating Mm-hmm. two people there to carry bags yeah some people keeping watch and then you're thinking oh well maybe we'll get to see him uh hand distribute these coins to the villagers so they can do good and like see them building up but no it just cuts straight from that to uh a dale the the cockerel strumming his lip and being like and then the actual king came back from the crusades and did everyone uh proud by giving them money and uh getting rid of all the laws
1: the end and Robert and, and marion get married yeah, where's Marion been all this time? She, she just, could have been helping. Just chilling She knows in the her forest. way
0: around the castle.
1: But they don't utilise any of her skills. Or Mrs. Cluck. Uh, yeah. Who's
0: very good at fighting. She's, she's been shown to be very good at
1: rugby. Yeah. Earlier
0: in this movie. Uh, she tackles
1: movie. a bunch of rhinoceroses. A chicken tackling rhinoceroses. And they don't utilise her skills. The merriest man of all, Lady Cluck. Yeah.
0: Sh- Shannon, do you think this movie is Curse, Blast <laughs> or Blessed?
1: That's so that's a really good question. Um
0: uh, I bet you're surprised I even asked.
1: Yeah, I am. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's got a lot of cursed elements. I had a good time watching it, though. Yeah, me too. I huh? wasn't bored. No. I, like the structure was weird, but I, it didn't drag. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a blurst because it was very fun to watch. Yes. But there are many cursed aspects of it. Yeah. What do you think? This is a solid
0: blast for me. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think the animal designs are cute.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I weirdly like the, the, the country song element to it. Yeah, it kind of works. It does. I think it's quite creative. Now, I don't think it necessarily holds up with other old Disney movies. Mm-hmm. The songs are not that memorable. And... Uh, a lot of people will will know they recycled a lot of footage from other movies. When they're dancing with the with the the meme song, the mm-hmm. Weird Al song that they're doing in the forest, there's footage from the Aristocats and Snow White and the Jungle Book all mm-hmm. mashed together. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of a bit of a slapdash movie. Like they didn't put more than two thoughts into the plot. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I like it. It's it's not. I'm not traumatized by it. Yeah. I don't think it's educational. <laughs> no, nope. but, uh, but that's fine. Nothing, not all, not all movies have to be educational. I think what makes it not blessed is a few elements. Mm-hmm. Number one for me is demonization of taxes as a general concept. Yeah. I'm not saying I agree with the Sheriff of Nottingham.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He, he's not doing taxes the way that they should be done. But it's just the way that it's framed in the movie, when really, in the present day sense, which is how they're sort of presenting it, Mm -hmm. in a way, Robin Hood would probably be for it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a working class hero. He is. So, not blessed. Not blessed.
1: Not cursed. It's a little thing we like to call bliss. One thing we we've refrained from mentioning is the made-up word that this movie uses frequently. <laughs> and I just want to throw it in right now that this movie is attempting to make Udalali happen. Yeah, this is it's the fetch
0: of this cinematic universe. What it
1: means is deeply unclear. Maybe like yay, but yay it, or let's go mm-hmm. or whoa. Yeah oodle
0: alley, <laughs> Golly, what a day. <laughs> oodle alley, Sharon. oodle Ellis. <laughs> Another thing that uh, we, we surprisingly not mentioned in, in this episode so far, I just want to throw it out there. We sort of referred to the fact that sometimes in these movies with animals, it's convenient that animals of the same species will pair up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we know that... Robin Hood and Maid Marian are going to have fox babies mm-hmm. and the rabbits are also paired. but like, is anyone pairing up with anyone else? Because in Zootopia it's heavily implied at the end spoiler alert that the, the fox and the rabbit are bedonking they have the look no, the, they have the look in their eye they've done it they've done it between the end of the action and him becoming a, a cop they've, they've, they've done the dirty uh, the fox and the rabbit. The fox and the rabbit. They've, they've had sex fully, they have. What will come of it? What will come of it? That's, we'll, that's one we can leave to the Disney philosophers. I'd like to think, just to throw out my suggestion, that it might be a bit like in, um, The Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> where Miss Piggy... <laughs> and Kermit. Uh, the, yeah, they, they, their kids are... Either full frogs or full pigs.
1: All the girls are pigs and all the boys are frogs. (laughs) Which I think is very funny because pigs are born live and frogs are born in eggs.
0: So she must have birthed the frogs.
1: She must have just laid two frog eggs.
0: So in Zootopia, if these animals choose to have kids later in life, Mm -hmm. uh, they may not, but they may. The bunny will be pregnant. With a fox, a bunny, a fox-bunny hybrid, a mix of both, a mix of a bunch of different things. Well, at least they're of a similar size. Yeah. The height difference is not too bad. Yeah. So she can, I think, give birth to some foxes. Yeah. But but what if you were a vole <laughs> and you fell in love with a hippopotamus and you as the vole... You've got a situation where, like, the vole's the only one that could get pregnant of the two of them, right? Yeah. And you want to have kids.
1: I you, be- you just,
0: you gotta adopt. You, I don't even know how it would happen in the first place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, unless it had IVF?
1: Yeah, I, I guess, but at what so, cost? At what cost, exactly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that poor Vol. Yeah. I think you you could just at that point adopt some like moderate sized animals, just split the difference and get like a couple of ferrets. <laughs> maybe that's a that's there's
0: a, a whole like baby swapping industry mm-hmm. like loads of surrogates, you know mm mm-hmm. it's like okay, so you've got uh a, a, a um <laughs> a badger. And uh, an elephant. Mm. Oh, now, obviously, that would be painful. Yeah. If it was the, the badger that was going to carry the babies. Yeah. So maybe they're going to seek out some surrogates. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like, okay, well, let's let's see if there's any badger sperm donors mm-hmm. in the area that would like to, to contribute. Yeah. Um, and then in turn. So it's sort of like a baby trading system. Yeah. But then the the gestational period of some animals is really long.
1: Mm-hmm. So... Like, like with elephants.
0: That's going to take multiple months. Yeah. Whereas for a smaller animal, it's like going to be...
1: Well, I mean, you know, these are just the things you got to get used to. And it mean The fact that we're discussing
0: this means that there's Disney executives that have had to sit around in a boardroom with with... Coffee's and tap water, tap water and fruit and donuts supplied by Disney, by
1: by Walt, by Walt himself, by Walt himself
0: <laughs> who reanimated every now and then to work in catering. Oh, Walt's frozen head, like in Futurama, um. and someone puts uh, the projector on. They're like, "Okay, everyone, I know this is a bit uncomfortable, but we have to sit here and really discuss how sex works mm-hmm. in Zootopia." They have to have. They have to have. We've all sat in Zootopia in the movie in the cinema or just watching it on our own TVs and had a fleeting thought. <laughs> we all have. Yeah. You must have. It's like <laughs> right, but <laughs> what's gonna happen? Yeah. To this to this uh interspecies pair, who oh. I really root for if they do decide to have children. Mm-hmm.
1: Like you could just you could adopt. You could have surrogates. Maybe it's a stork situation.
0: Oh, that's where all the birds are. The stork. birds are running the baby training operation. Yeah,
1: storks are are delivering babies left and right. Do you reckon there's got
0: Zootopia? Do you reckon there's like another city nearby on the same like in the same country that's all birds and one that's just all insects, and mm. one underwater that's just all fish.
1: I have to assume that
0: because instead of doing a sequel to Zootopia, yeah, they should just do going off to different places like Birdville, fish, fish, fish.
1: <laughs> fish. Fishburg.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Fish-couver, like Vancouver, <laughs> I <wonder> what? Fishburg. <laughs> Fishburg is better than Fishcouver. Uh, insect world.
1: Yeah, that's that's just a frog life. <laughs> That's just bee. B, you're right. But, oh my god, same cinematic universe. It goes A Bug's Life, Zootopia, Zootopia 2, Fox Robin Hood. Yeah.
0: And um, the Bug's Life place it is a little bit close to where the B movie takes place why some of the sentient insects have gotten into a human city Mm -hmm. and started to fall in love with humans. Mm -hmm. We should watch the B-movie for this podcast. Oh god. Have you seen it, Shannon? No. You haven't seen the B-movie? No, I haven't
1: seen the B-movie!
0: And you've already judged it by the sound of it. (laughs) You've already judged it. It's got Seinfeld in it. He's a sassy bee who falls in love with a human woman, spoiler alert. Oh my god. Stings in it. He cameos as himself. He gets sued by the bees. (laughs) It's a big legal drama. I'm not lying, it's a legal drama first and foremost. A lot of the bee movie takes place in a court. Listeners,
1: please send help. (laughs) You agreed to do this podcast, Sharon. (laughs) I didn't want this, Eliza.
0: Oh, I've changed names for the episode. Oh, it happens. It happens. The circle of
1: life. Let's just, listen, Eloise. <laughs> listen what? Listen here. Okay. I don't want your B movie shit. It's not my B
0: movie shit, it's DreamWorks' B movie shit. I don't want DreamWorks
1: garbage.
0: We haven't really touched DreamWorks as much as we should have. That's true, Uh, but that might be about to change. I guess
1: probably not till after uh, Halloween. I don't know.
0: We can make it work. People would listen to the B listeners. Joe listener, tell please let us know if you would like to listen to uh, us talk about the B movie, and Sharon here might actually really love it. It's going to be my new favorite film. <laughs> if you, <laughs> thanks for listening to Castle Bless. <laughs> you can find us the the place that you're listening to us now to be fair. This is where you can find us. Don't go searching. You've got a system. Yeah. Just stick to where you're currently found, finding us. If you're telling other people to find us, send them the link you're listening on. Why complicate things? We're not on SoundCloud. <laughs>